0: Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world. The Fairways of Life show on air, online and around the world with the most candid interviews.
1: Like anything else, if you can analyze what caused your error correctly, then you're, you're home free. But if you just kind of, oh, well, I three putted. Well, why'd you three putt? There's a big difference between being 50 foot in the hole because you had a terrible iron or three putting for 15 foot, which would really bother me because then it was a speed
0: issue because you didn't roll it close enough to the hole. Taking you beyond the ropes. I'm
2: not sure what was going on. Angel, you all right?
3: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you were going to expose me, but
0: I was at Bebbo. Uh, I got a Patron margarita mixer, and I got some kombucha. See, now I,
2: I take know. it that's not all just for tonight? <clears throat>
0: Unforgettable stories. Actually, you know, Hogan didn't cut the ball. So
4: when he got rid of the hook and the ball went straight, in Hogan's mind, that was a cut. Times I played with him when he'd say, I kind of fanned that one, I cut that one. It didn't cut in my mind, it would have went dead straight. A bridge to the past.
2: Years and years from now, Mr. Palmer, what do you want the legacy of Arnold Palmer to be?
4: Well, uh, I suppose it just did I have made a contribution to the game to help make it a little better.
0: Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and golf channel's Matt Adams. I feel good. Um, obviously, I haven't played much competitively, uh, but I've been playing a lot at home, uh, so I've been getting plenty of uh, reps that way. Uh, just trying to get my way you know, back into this part of the season. And this is what I've been gearing up for. Uh, we've got a lot of big events uh, starting from here, so uh, looking forward to it. This is is this going to be a fun test for all of us? The rough is up. The fair are much more narrow than they were here in 09. And uh, don't ask me for the routing because I'm still getting a little confused of the routing. So i uh, still trying to learn that part. More than anything, it's just competitively. I haven't played that much. Um, but I am, the, the results that I've, I've seen at home, um, very uh, enthusiastic about some of the changes I've made. And so that's been positive. Uh, keep building, keep getting ready, and uh, be ready come Thursday. What kind of changes have you made? Well, I'm not going to tell you that. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Took a shot. Got to watch.
4: Nice try. What chances do you give yourself this week? I mean, can you win this week? Of course. That's <laughs>
2: all right, so Tiger Woods saying he's feeling good, headed into the PGA Championship. Good day, one and all, on this Wednesday, sitting on the eve of the PGA Championship 2020. I mean, a major championship is going to mean something no matter what, but the fact that it is the first one and we're already in August of this year speaks to, A, the importance of this week, and B, the bizarreness of the year that has been. There's so much to unpack just with Tiger Woods there alone. I mean, he's Tiger Woods, and I get it. So the vast majority of people that are listening go, Tiger sounds good, says he's swinging good, says he's playing good. In fairness, when have you ever heard Tiger in a pre event press conference where he hasn't said what he just said in fairness you know and I understand that it's part of Tiger's competitive armor. If Tiger got up there and said, "Yeah, you know I haven't been able to play much the back's really been a wreck. I don't feel ready and the last time we saw him, he was talking about how much he's been playing at home, and then when he got out there, he had as they call it the competitive rust that's what the the tour players that do the you know, the analysts and the different broadcasts and so forth, they say, ah, it looks like he has competitive rust. As they say, different when you have a a card and pencil in hand. So notwithstanding, I understand the desire of fans to want to see Tiger play well and to contend and continue his march deeper into history books. Is there reason for that level of optimism based upon the body of work so far this year? I realize based upon the body of work for career, I get that, but this Tiger right now is not the Tiger of the middle 2000s or even the Tiger of 1999 to 2002. What makes what fun, Dom?
3: That's what makes all of this fun, Matt. They haven't started playing yet, so the possibilities are endless. It's like before an NFL season, your team can still win the Super Bowl (laughs) until they're (laughs) 0-4.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt so about it. So everyone can
3: win right now. Everyone's feeling good, and it's exciting to think about the possibilities of all of these people winning that we all think have a real shot at it. And then you know, after round one, it becomes painfully obvious that ten or fifteen or twenty of these guys have no shot.
2: That uh, they just don't have the game that week. But in fairness, the the vast majority of the people that you're going to hear from on the show today do have a legitimate shot and one of the things we want to go through with you again yesterday i got some nice comments from people after yesterday's show going thank you for letting us know how and when and where we can catch this pga championship because it is confusing for people because it's new this year espn starting with with their new contract with the pga of america as to the pga championship and that's going to go on for the next 11 years So people are getting used to all of that. So we're going to go over that with you again as well. Now, to what Don was just talking about, let me pull it up because I saw a good article on it when I was getting ready earlier. This was from PGATour.com. It's just the, the title of it is PGA Championship Tea Times Groupings for Round 1 and 2. And they write, there's plenty of star power in the featured groups for Thursday's first round at TPC Harding Park. This will be the first major held at San Francisco's Municipal Gym, and while there will not be any spectators on site, it is setting up to be a memorable week for the first major in more than a year. Storylines are aplenty. This was the, the paragraph that I wanted you guys to hear in particular. Can Justin Thomas win a second PGA after last week's win at the World Golf Championships FedEx St. Jude Invitational? Is Tiger Woods capable of his 16th major title and record-setting 83rd PGA Tour victory? Can Jordan Spieth complete the career Grand Slam? Will John Rahm win after reaching number one in the world? How will Bryson DeChambeau big bombing style of play fare in the majors? And can Webb Simpson win another major across Lake Merced from the site of his 2012 U.S. Open triumph? Not only is this the season's first major, but it is the only Two weeks remaining in the uh, with only two weeks remaining in the regular season, this is an important week before the start of the FedEx Cup playoffs. So the translation of that last sentence, which uh, was written there from pjtour.com, is that uh, the year, the competitive year, that is because it's a it's a wraparound night twenty nineteen to twenty twenty is almost over. And I, I know that sounds odd to think that with so much seemingly either not having happened at all or just about to happen, how possibly can something be over? So then they go on is same article. If I found a PJ very well done. Uh, it's groups to watch and the times that are listed here, bear in mind are local. So it's Pacific time. So for those of you listening to us, say in the East coast at three, or if you're listening to us, uh GMT it's at it, five, I believe now, because it's uh, BST, I believe. So Gary Woodland, Shane Lowry, and Brooks Koepka says this group comprises, and they have odds next to it, but we're going to go over our golf odds tracker odds here uh, in a little bit with, with Dom. Uh, this group comprises the winners of the three past majors, Kepka going for the PGA three-peat after his runner-up last week at the World Golf Championships FedEx St. Jude Invitational, Woodland won last year's U.S. Open just down the California coast in Pebble Beach. He was runner-up in the 2015 World Golf Championships Dell Technologies match play here at Harding Park. And Lowry is the last man to win a major with his emotional win in the Open at Royal Port Rush. And bear in mind that Lowry is showing a little bit more form, too, playing a little bit better. Obviously, uh, Brooks Kepka is as well. Kepka did address the media. And as they do with Brooks, because they know it's his philosophy and they know they will get him to say it. They asked Brooks about, and they used to ask Jack Nicholas the same thing. So so please don't be harsh on Brooks here in terms of saying, oh, that sounds like a lot of bravado and blah, blah, blah. First of all, he backs up his bravado. And secondly, Nicholas used to say the same thing. But let's hear what Brooks had to say when they asked him that same question again.
4: I think I said it last year. You know, the way the, the golf course sets up eliminates pretty much half the guys. And then from there, you know, half of those guys probably won't play well, I think is what I said. And and then from there, I feel like mentally I can beat them. Um, the other half, so, you know, you probably got 10, 10 guys. Um, that's the way I see it. And, you know, if I, if I do what I'm supposed to, then, then, yeah, I should. And I think that's why, you know, I've played so well, is I break things down very easily, I think, for some reason. People make golf a lot more complicated than it should be. Um, worrying about, you know, where shots go, results. Um, you know, putting more emphasis on this week or the major weeks, when to me it almost seems the most relaxing week of the year. I feel like Monday to Wednesday, uh, conserving um, energy mentally. And you know I've got a good routine, nine holes pretty much every day or or less, and uh, I leave the golf course feeling pretty refreshed. And then by Sunday, I'm mentally drained. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's more mentally exhausting, uh, where things things will take it out of you mentally before physically uh, with a major. And I think that's that's one of the strengths of my game.
2: One minute and 26 seconds. That was the length of the cut that you just heard from Brooks Koepka, and he said so much in that time frame. I realize he may speak with an economy of words, but there is generally a great deal of depth to what he says, and there certainly was in that, even right down to the point that he led us inside of his world in terms of how he manages his time and his energy in the week of a major championship, notwithstanding the opening comments about his competitive mindset. I love what brooks kepka means to major championships i think it's incredibly exciting and he also did speak to whether he was ready for this one i'll get to that one in one second after reminding everybody log on to benhogangolf.com this week please when you get a chance so you can see all the great stuff that they have on offer there and i'm talking about the ptx pro perimeter weighted forged irons these are the irons that those of you that are going to uh, the French Lick Resort with us in October. If you're playing golf, you're getting a set of these irons. In fact, we'll be reaching out to you in the next few days to get all your specs so they can be custom built for you and ready and waiting for you when you arrive. Uh, That's how special these are. If you get a chance, please check it out. There's no middleman. It's a direct relationship between you guys and Ben Hogan Golf, benhogangolf.com. So here is Brooks on ready or not for this major, Brooks. It's
4: pretty obvious it's a major when you pull in. Yeah, I don't know how else to answer that. It's pretty obvious it's a major. It's a big-boy golf course, tough place, tough setup. I mean, I know it, so that's all that matters. The whole goal is to be the best player. If if you're not trying to do that, then I don't know what you're doing. Uh, I'm not out here to just try to compete and have a good time. I'm out here to win. So, you know, winning means being the best and and being number one. So uh, that's the goal, and I enjoy it. I enjoy the – right now you got JT, John – uh, Justin, myself, DJ, all right there. So it, it makes it fun. It's exciting. Uh, as a fan, I'm sure it's exciting. It is exciting. It's Brooks Kepken. He
2: will punch you in the face. Frenchlick.com. Log on there when you get a chance and you can see all the wonders of that resort, including those two historic hotels, the brand new suites, the casino, something for everyone from the kids' zone to two incredible major. Golf courses. I'm talking about Pete Dye's course that is unique uh, in and of itself, any place in the world, and the Donald Ross course, which I think could be one of the best preserved Donald Ross golf courses in the world. There was so much to do at the French Lick Resort. That's why I was mentioning to you just a few minutes ago in terms of going there. You can by logging on to FrenchLick.com and seeing it for yourself. Jumping back to this article from uh, PGA Tour.com. 8:22 a.m. Pacific Time tomorrow morning. Jordan Speeth, Dustin Johnson, and Justin Rose. Two former FedEx Cup champions and Speeth and Rose are in this group. All three players are former world number 1 as well. It's been 3 years since Speeth's last win, but he could still complete the career Grand Slam this week. All three are former US Open champions as well. Two, Jordan Speeth. He did speak to the media yesterday and, you know what? He pretty much said I feel like I'm ready. I feel like I'm turning the corner. I feel like I'm on the right path. What about his friend, Justin Thomas? He'll be playing alongside of Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy. Not kidding. When we come back from these words, you're going to hear from the new world number one. Stay with us. More of the Fairways of Life show, PGA Championship Week.
0: It's likely that the world's greatest links golf courses will be the reason you will want to plan a trip to Ireland. And with over 400 courses to choose from, you're sure to find whatever you seek. But Ireland is about even more than great golf. In this ancient land, the past works hand in hand with the present from cultural sites to castle ruins. Stay in a country b or a luxury hotel and spa. Enjoy inspiring local culinary choices, a pint and music at a cozy pub. But most of all, enjoy the warmth and hospitality of the Irish people who will make you feel that you haven't traveled from home, but have returned to it. Visit ireland.com to get started.
3: Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone At Footjoy, they know the
2: swing starts from the ground up, so you can take on those uphill, downhill, and sidehill lies. That's why FJ provides footwear that you need for superior traction and stability on every shot. Whether it's the all new Pro SL, the hottest shoe on tour, or the max performance of the all new Tour X, the all around comfort and performance of FJ Fury, FJ offers a shoe for every player because finding the right shoe for your game matters. Shop now at Footjoy.com. Tour Edge continues their meteoric rise in 2020. Over 90 different tour pros have put Tour Edge into their bag, including staffers Scott McCarron, Tom Lehman, Tim Petrovic, and Duffy Waldorf. Tour Edge makes clubs for every player type, and they set themselves apart with their unprecedented 48-hour delivery on custom-fit orders and by offering a lifetime warranty and by building their clubs in the good old U.S. of A. Visit TourEdge.com to learn more about their new clubs for 2020. Tour Edge, pound for pound, nothing comes close. Boeing Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to boinggolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. Thegolftravelgroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles, and they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com Yeah, we're out there. PGA Championship Week right here on the Fairways of Life show. Cannot wait. Last year when I went to True Temper's factory, it was right the week after the Open, flew back to the, the USA and they threw me out onto the plane and, and half a sleep coma, they, they sent me out there to, it was about three hours from Memphis, but their corporate offices were in Memphis, so we went back to Memphis afterwards, and I had never been to Memphis before. Dom, have you ever been to Memphis?
3: I have Tennessee? not been to Memphis, no.
2: I had not been either, and I was there with John Burkett, who's a producer of mine, dear friend of both of ours, from Golf Channel. And he took me to B.B. Uh, B. King's restaurant and bar, and they play blues there all the time. Now, everyone asked me the same question. In fact, Padraig Harrington, when I was at the Irish Open this year, he was like, hey, did you go to Graceland? And I was like, no. Remember him? Remember, Dom, when he was chastising me for oh, never boy. having been to Graceland? Vividly. <laughs> Was all over me, because what happened was the cliffs, cliffs of Moher, right outside of Lahinch. They're like one of the uh, wonders of the world, unbelievable. And I said to you know, Padraig was there with family, whatever. And I said, oh, you must have gone up to the cliffs, and he was like, yeah, I've never been. And I was, you know, I sure I gave it to him a little bit because that's inexcusable, inexcusable. And he was like, oh, really? Have you ever been to Graceland? I was like, please, Graceland. I get it that it's important, but it's I don't put it on the same scale of. You know, clips of more, you know what I'm saying. All right, so, Justin Thomas, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, that same article. Combined, five FedEx Cups are in this group. McIlroy and Woods are the only two-time winners of the FedEx Cup. Thomas is in a good position to join them, perhaps. He took a large lead in the season standings with his win at the World Golf Championships, FedEx St. Jude Invitation. Woods is seeking his record-setting 83rd PGA Tour victory. Woods and McIlroy have already hoisted trophies at Harding Park. Woods won the 2005 World Golf Championship American Express Championship here, while McElroy claimed the 2015 World Golf Championship Dell Technologies match play here. Very compelling. Tiger Woods spoke to the golf course. Here's what Tiger had to say.
0: It's not as long, but it's it's par 70. It's not not as long um, numbers-wise, but the ball never goes very far here. And so it plays very long, even though it's short on on numbers. This golf course in particular, the the big holes are big, and the short holes are, are small. And that it can be you know, misleading. Um, they pinch in the fairways a, a bit. And then the rough is thick. It's lush. You know, with this uh, marine layer here and the way it's going to be the rest of the week, the rough is only going to get thicker. Uh, so it's going to be put a premium on getting the ball in play. Uh we're, I'm still a bit surprised that the surrounds aren't as fast as they are, and they're not cut short and tight. Uh, but they are grainy. Uh, into the grain shots, and the balls are, are popping up and rolling out. Down grain, uh, you can spin it pretty easily. You can spin it either way. So uh, it's going to be, you know, a, a test. You know, the, with the overhang of of these cypress trees, and the ball, <laughs> maybe a couple lost balls here. You know, cut a corner, and the ball hangs up, and that, that could happen very easily here. And has happened, and, and I'm, I'm sure it will this week as well.
2: Tiger will be playing a Bridgestone golf ball. If you would like to log on to BridgestoneGolf.com, you can see their new Tour B series. He plays one of the Tour B series golf balls. Uh, while it is distinctive, what's more distinctive is which one is right for you. You can get V Fit at BridgestoneGolf.com and take advantage of that reactive urethane cover to make sure that you could have both control and distance with the golf ball that you're playing and you can do that now as to Justin Thomas and Rory McIlroy first of all let's hear from the new world number one JT are you ready
1: I just have been playing solid I've been I've been driving the ball well which is something that's going to be key here I think that's uh, I mean if you know if I could sit down and choose something I would there's I could make an argument for all of them but but driving the ball well is going to be uh a big big priority this week. I think that's going to be something that you know whoever wins this golf tournament is going to most likely be driving the ball pretty well and uh, it's something I've really, really worked hard, especially during the quarantine, but even before that i was I was working on driving the ball more consistently um you know my good driving days are good, but it's about getting those bad driving days better. Uh, same with you know the bad rounds of golf. You want the your your fluctuation to be more here here as opposed to here. So, um, and I think that's something that I've gotten better at is is managing my bad rounds and managing my emotions, and uh, especially during a major championship, you have to do that. All
2: right. So that was the here versus here. He was kind of holding hands up to the the camera as he was doing that. So you've heard the players to a man talking about how the ball doesn't go as far there. it It's nom- not an anomaly in the space-time continuum. Here, Justin Thomas explains what the conditions are that cause that to happen.
1: I mean, my club head speed with with the driver was 115, 116. I was topping out at 116.5 maybe. Um, and, I mean, I was getting a couple numbers in Memphis of – I mean, I was kind of cruising at 119, 120, and I could get it up to 123, 124 if I really, really went after it. So, I mean, that's a big difference. Uh, that's that's especially if I'm if I'm hitting the ball, if I'm hitting up on it, uh, you know, here versus in Memphis. I mean, that's that could 30 yard difference. Um, you know, I was getting ball speeds. If I really cranked one out here, I was getting 74, something like that. Pretty much all of them were in the 70 to 72 range. Uh, whereas same thing in Memphis, you know, I was getting seventy-seven to eighty-one, so it is quite a difference. But at the same time, it's not. I'm, it's not only happening to me. At least I'm telling myself that to make to uh, to make myself feel better. But no, everyone's going to be moving slower in in this cold. Um, but at the same time, I, I try to look at that as an advantage to, you know, hopefully I feel like my body's moving moving well and this is what we work for to where, uh, you know, just because of the weather, I can still keep a little bit of speed up and not uh, not hit it totally short. All
2: right. So as you guys just heard from the world number one, I want to circle back to his friend, as I mentioned uh, before, Jordan Spieth. Uh, first, I want to remind everybody to log on to touredge.com when you get an opportunity. I just uh, got a set of uh, – irons and woods a full set with with putter and golf bag in the works which i'm always talking to you guys about for one of my sisters that's getting back into golf again so i chose tour edge myself because a uh, pound for pound i think they're the best value in the game uh, she got a, a set called moda m-o-d-a silk you can check it out yourself if you want a couple of different colors i got the black and the gold for her because that was the one that she liked Uh, and it's got all the latest game improvement technology for somebody that has spent years and years and years away from the game, that's getting encouraged and excited and wants to get back into it again, no problem. Uh, You can do the same thing. Just log on to touredge.com, and you can see everything that they have to offer. And so, too, when I say that, you can log on to ireland.com and see everything that this country has to offer. Uh, I'm very proud to be an ambassador for Tourism Ireland, and I I hope that it's a place that uh, you, too, Look at and say, you know, when I get on the other side of all this stuff collectively, this is where I want to go. And I truly hope that you get an opportunity to go to Ireland because I've always said the same thing: if it if it's not life altering, it's at least life affirming. And they've got the greatest links golf courses any place in the world. Not to take away from their other great golf courses like you know the Adair Manor that's going to be hosting the Ryder Cup in a few years. Ireland.com for that. Okay, so with Jordan Spieth, the first question always is. Dude, just where are you at with your game right now?
5: I almost feel at times like the game's testing me a little bit right now because I feel really good about the progress I've been making. And then, you know, it seems like I'll really have one brewing, and then I'll get a, you know, where I used to, I used to hit a tree and go in the fairway. It'll hit a tree and go off the cart path out of bounds like it did um, my okay. most recent round. It just feels like I kind of um, here or there taking some punches right now as I'm really – progressing the right direction and uh and I feel like that's um I feel like it's you can almost you can look at it a couple ways you can get really upset and complain about it which I've done and that's not helpful or you can look at it like hey this is just this is part of the game testing you and um you know the better you handle these situations the faster you you progress forward and um I've done a really good job of that the last really three tournaments that that I've played uh, as opposed to any uh, previously, and Michael would attest to that. And my attitude's been phenomenal. I've been been okay with um, with knowing that the game will test you, and and also believing in the process at hand. And um, and so that momentum, you know, I assume will conti- Will is inevitable. It's just a matter of when. And um, I'm in no hurry. Uh, I've got a lot of years in front of me, and hopefully the best years in front of me. So I just. Um, I stay the course, um, I keep my head down, focus on what our team's trying to accomplish and, and work each day really, really hard. I've, I've worked my butt off over the last, you know, year or so to um, mentally, physically and, you know, and mechanically. So, um, you know, things will start to come together. I believe it. All right. Well, this is a big week for him nonetheless,
2: because Jordan Spieth is going for the career Grand Slam and he was asked if that's on
5: his mind. Uh, about as much as it's been since I won the Open Championship, I guess uh, it's something that I really want. I mean, it's 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 a it's probably the number one goal in the game of golf for me right now is to try and is try and capture that. I'd love to, you know, be able to hold all four trophies, and um, this is the one that comes in the way right now. So between this event, the Players, um, those are kind of the two events that I haven't won that that are the two that I really would like to. So um, it doesn't add anything extra it probably i can't imagine it would it didn't really last year and i had a chance coming in um that was probably my best chance to to win it so far um and it really didn't have much of an extra effect on top of what major championships already add when you're stepping on the tee saturday sunday with a in contention so um you know i in in the times that we have right now with no fans and you know it, it's going to be odd playing a major championship without fans um Nobody wanted this, uh, but we'd rather be playing it than not. And uh, I think overall that's just kind of, if anything, it just brings an extra comfort level to everybody um, that you're normally trying to kind of um, get over as you get going into a major championship. You're trying to kind of quiet those nerves down. But, um, you know, I don't really think, at least starting out, that we'll have the same experience, um, feel the same way as we normally do. But I think Saturday and Sunday will start to really – um, kick it back in and feel like a major no matter what because you're still trying to beat the best players in the world
2: Jordan Spieth who will be off at 8:22 a.m tomorrow morning remember that specific time alongside of Dustin Johnson and Justin Rose now John Rahm he'll be playing alongside of Phil Mickelson and Sergio Garcia that's a very friendly grouping for a number of different reasons Rahm is the youngest player in the group He's also the only one to hold the top spot in the official world golf rankings right now, number one in the world. He lost uh, that mantle after Thomas's win at the World Golf Championships FedEx St. Jude Invitational, but he is still one of the favorites. Rom won recently at the Memorial Tournament presented by Nationwide. He'll be in a comfortable group. Garcia is his Spanish countryman, while Mickelson is a fellow Arizona State alum. Mickelson is coming off a runner-up finish at the World Golf Championships FedEx St. Jude Invitational, his best showing of the year. Garcia's third in strokes gain off the tee this season, which will be handy at Hardy Park. And don't forget, Phil's brother is on the bag, John Rahm's old coach. They brought him in and kind of took him under his wing, and all that goes into it. So was number one, not number one a week later because of what Justin Thomas did, on again, off again. I love this. I I often call this like a bar fight in terms of what's going on at the top of the world rankings. John Rahm said, nonetheless, he's ready to go.
1: Well, in my case, out of five events I've played, or six, I've played one good one, and the rest have been uh, probably below what I expect to do, right? haven't felt my best, but... You know, it's out of quarantine. I've never taken time off. And, and some, you know, you might have formed some bad habits out of just not doing the usual. But uh, so slowly getting back into it, obviously. Uh, I know I have it in me. Hopefully, I can peak this week. That's what I've been working for. Uh, hopefully, I've done the right things. But I won't be able to tell you that until afterwards. Uh, physically, I feel great. Mentally, I feel great. So, uh, you know, I feel like I'm ready.
2: All right. Make sure you guys are ready as well. And you have subscribed to our YouTube channel. If you log on to YouTube, look up Fairways of Life, or just go to my Twitter because I just sent out a picture of the SIM driver, the TaylorMade SIM driver. It's like the hottest driver in the world right now, and I'm giving it away. But I'm giving it to someone that's on our YouTube subscription list. We're building our YouTube subscriptions. I never really paid much attention to YouTube at all, though I'll be honest with you. I think we've been signed up on it, Dom, what, from 2009, if memory serves me?
3: Somewhere in there, yeah, but we never used it. <laughs> no, never used it.
2: So well we're gonna we're gonna be using it and you guys may have seen the video clips of the new television studio. It's it's nearly done. We're we're just about to start beta testing everything and we're really excited and, and we're excited about giving you more details about what's next for Fairways of Life because it's amazing and we are extremely pumped up and proud of the fact that we 're once again doing something that has never been done in this combined medium uh, it 's it's incredible when you think that that can happen and it 's going to happen for us and it 's going to happen again for us uh, this time with with complete control on what we're uh, we 're doing. We want to share it with you we 're excited about sharing it with you, but right now i 'm even more excited about telling you you got a chance to win this tailor made sim driver just simply by being a subscriber on our YouTube channel. Fairways of Life is the name of the YouTube channel. And please subscribe there and get yourself in the running. There's a lot of excitement brewing right now. I can see from the reaction that we're getting on social media for that. Okay, Dom, you are up next, my friend. I've asked Dominic to take us through how, when, and where we can get our coverage of the PGA championship. Uh, It's a lot of details that go into it. And I know it means different things to different people. We want to make sure whatever it means to you, you know how and where to find it. And He's going to talk a little bit about what's going on with the odds for this as well. The new golf odds, tracker odds are out there. So, Dom, I leave it in your capable hands.
3: Well, thank you, Matty. Thank you very much. I've got plenty to talk about, and I'm going to talk about all of it right after this.
2: Wearing the right golf shoe matters. That's why FootJoy offers more styles of shoes for more types of players than anybody else. So you can get matched with the right golf shoe for your game on footjoy.com with the FJ Shoe Finder. By answering a few short questions, you can find the shoe that fits your playing style and preference. Whether you walk or ride, prefer cleated or spikeless, ultra-stable or flexible. If you need a narrow or wide or extra wide, FootJoy offers the most styles for the most players and can match you with the golf shoe that's right for you. Does your golf shoe match your game? Find out with the FJ Shoe Finder. Visit com slash shoe finder today. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with thegolftravelgroup.com. At Ben Hogan Golf, we manufacture some of the finest golf equipment in the world in our small factory in Fort Worth, Texas. That's because we build each club by hand using the same process Mr. Hogan created when he started his company 65 years ago. We call it micro manufacturing. No mass production and no shortcuts. Visit BenhoganGolf.com to learn more about our tour quality products and factory direct prices. It's time for you to discover Stream Song, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary.
3: Welcome, welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. I'm Dominic Scarano. I'm Matt's producer. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Let's steer this ship right into a rock. Come with me, okay? So if, let's start with, you know what I want to start with? I want to start with the weather. We'll try and go in order here with all this stuff, okay? So I'm very excited about the weather, which is a weird thing to be excited about. But listen to this. When I say 0% chance of rain... You get a little, like just a little tingle in the belly, just a little bit, like 0%, 0% chance of rain. Now there's going to be a marine layer, there's going to be mist, you know, it's by the water, that's the way it goes. But right now we're looking at a 0% chance of rain for all four tournament days. And I don't know about you, but that gets me excited. It's going to be a little chilly you heard Justin Thomas earlier in the program talking about how it's affecting his 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 body movement, his club head speed, his ball speed and everything. That's gonna affect every player the same. Most of the players speaking yesterday in their press conferences touched on that, the idea that they're just they've got to get used to the numbers because it's just a little bit different with the weather, and the weather is such. Day one, tomorrow, when they tee off probably mid fifties okay, and by the afternoon, maybe in the mid-60s, low to mid-60s. So it's going to be chilly, I guess you could say, and that that temperature disparity is the same for all four days. When guys are teeing off, we're talking about 53, 54, 55 degrees, and by the afternoon, mid-60s is what we're looking at. There is going to be wind, right? It's by the water. Pretty much every day, the wind is coming from the same place, southwest, which again is important for consistency. Uh, The players will get used to that. And the winds will be probably 10 to 15 miles per hour every day. So very consistent weather, very consistent wind, and no rain. I told you I was excited about the weather. That makes me excited. So we'll see what happens there. We'll see if that changes. Weather can change, as we well know. And Matt went over the tee times earlier uh, today, but I just very quickly wanted to let you know that things will get off at 7 a.m. local time. That's Pacific time. That's 10 a.m. here. And the first groups are such. Brian Harmon, C.T. Pan, Jeff Hart. They're the first people to tee off in the PGA Championship tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and off the 10th hole at 7.05 or 10.05. Scotty Scotty Scheffler, Danny Balin, and Tom Hoagie. So everything will get underway tomorrow. The feature groups are as follows. Jordan Spieth, Dustin Johnson, Justin Rose, Tiger Woods, Rory McRoy, and Justin Thomas. And those are at 11.22 and 11.33, respectively. Those are local time. Excuse me. Uh, I think that's Eastern Time. Let me double check that. Anyway, so those are the feature groups. But more importantly, those, those feature groups are on ESPN+. Now we're going to get into the coverage times. It gets a little squirrely here because there's a lot of information. There's 134 hours of coverage And I'm going to explain to you how you can get that coverage because it's in different spots. Some of it's behind a paywall. Some of it's not. Some of it's on the network. Some of it's not. Here we go. Tomorrow morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time, you can get your day started thinking about the PGA Championship on PGA Championship Live on the Range. That is on pgachampionship.com. That is digital coverage. 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. 10 a.m. Eastern. Okay? First-round coverage. Coverage. When I say coverage, I mean network-type t- coverage. They're not following a specific group on ESPN Plus, 10 a.m. Eastern tomorrow. Now, also at 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Plus, again, we have that's a paid service, so you've got to sign up for that. It's not, it's not that bad. If you have, I have Disney Plus. If you have kids, you have to have Disney Plus. Otherwise, your kids won't let you live in your own house. And if you have Disney Plus it's under the ABC umbrella, you can get ESPN Plus thrown into a little package. It's dirt cheap. It's like four bucks a month or something like that. So you sign up for that. You get feature group coverage. Those groups that I just mentioned, that's just the morning groups, by the way, the ones that I mentioned with Jordan, Dustin, Justin, Tiger, Rory, and Justin Thomas. I mean, that's that's a heck of a group, right? So those times are Eastern, as mentioned, 1122, 1133, and you'll watch those groups on ESPN Plus. They're, it's like a separate channel, and that's also at 10 a.m. at three o'clock Eastern, live on the range again for the afternoon groups. PGAChampionship.com digital get to watch guys warm up, probably some pre some pre round interviews, you know, give you some stats on what's transpired for the morning groups, et cetera, et cetera. And then at 4 p.m. Eastern time, you can catch first round network coverage on ESPN Network proper, uh, on your cable distributor, et cetera, et cetera. And that's where you can watch first round coverage, but you will also be able to continue to watch feature group coverage on ESPN Plus if you're so inclined. And those afternoon featured groups are as follows. Ricky Fowler, Bryson DeChambeau, Adam Scott. That's 4:47 p.m. That's Eastern time. John Rom, Phil Mickelson, and Sergio Garcia. That group that Matt was talking about earlier. 4:58 p.m. Eastern time, and those can be followed on ESPN Plus, where you won't, won't miss any of those shots. There, first round coverage is also available starting at 4 p.m. Eastern time on SiriusXM and Westwood One radio coverage. Of the event. And then at 11 p.m., before you go to bed, I know you're going to want to watch highlights. Why not? You've been up since 9 watching live coverage of the range. PGA Championship Clubhouse Report, and that is on the CBS Sports Network. Now, Friday, same thing. Everything I just said, exactly the same. All of it. So 9:30 a.m., 10 a.m. second round coverage, feature group coverage, et cetera, et cetera, live on the range, and then third round coverage, ESPN, and 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 all that kind. Excuse me, second round coverage, ESPN, and and so on. Now Saturday changes a little bit, right? Because we're getting into the weekend. So at 11 a.m. Eastern time, third round coverage can be caught on ESPN Plus. Again, right? So that's behind a paywall, and that's going to be the early rounds of the weekends. The guys who just made the cut. You can watch them live, network coverage, but it's going to be on ESPN Plus at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. They're also going to have feature group coverage at 11 a.m. on ESPN Plus, which is just a separate channel if you want to watch the feature groups, whoever they end up being. 1 p.m., third-round coverage is on ESPN proper, and then it switches to network coverage on CBS at 4 p.m., all of these times I'm giving you are Eastern Time. Okay, you can also catch third round radio coverage also 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, final round coverage 10 a.m. on ESPN Plus. You can catch the early round coverage of the final round, also featured group coverage on ESPN ESPN Plus. 1:30 p.m. Eastern Time, live on the range, PGAChampionship.com. Watch those guys getting ready in those last final groups. And then final round coverage will kick off on CBS at 3 p.m. Eastern Time Sunday. Final round coverage of the PGA Championship, the first major of 2020. Very excited that it is here. You can also catch final round coverage on the radio, SiriusXM XM, Westwood One, also 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And interesting, also ESPN Plus is going to do featured 18th hole coverage. Just the 18th hole starting at 3 p.m., so you can watch their guys finish up the round uh, in the final round, which is interesting. So that is how you get all your coverage for the PGA Championship this week. And I know it's a lot to take in. ESPN+, PGAChampionship.com, digital, CBS, CBS Sports Network, etc., etc. Matt will go over uh, all of this again a little bit more for you tomorrow. Uh, But I'm very excited to get the PGA Championship underway. And before I say goodbye to everybody... Uh, I, I just wanted to go over the odds that Matt mentioned, com. You can go there. There's no profit built into this. This is an amalgamation of all of the world odds. It's, it's I, what I would call true odds. Um, and it's very interesting because these have changed dramatically just in a week they've changed. So if you remember, I went over the odds with Matt, I think probably like eight or nine days ago, something like that. And at that time, there was only one player... Who had single digit odds. Remember, we talked a little bit about how single digit odds is a rarity these days because for a while there in the early 2000s, it was Tiger was like three to one every week and everybody else was 20 to one. Uh, that's no longer the case. Every week, traditionally, excuse me, <clears throat> traditionally every week, uh, it's you know, 12, 13, 15 to one. And that's kind of where everyone hangs out. You got 15 guys in that space. Uh, and last week, Roy McIlroy was single-digit. He was uh, like 8.9 to 1, I think, was what his odds were. That has changed dramatically. So right now, following his victory, following, be- following becoming world number one, not surprisingly, Justin Thomas is the favorite. 9.06 to 1 right now. Brooks Koepka, also single-digit. Maybe it's what he said in his presser. I don't know what's going on. 9.61 to 1 odds to win right now. Brooks and Justin. Kinda of neck and neck right now. Rory, who was the favorite just a week ago by you know, a margin, is now a significant margin, not the favorite. Twelve point three nine to one are Roy McIlroy's odds right now. And John Rom, former world number one John Rom, twelve point eight three to one. So that is kind of your four, really, who are the the odds, the world odds favorite if you were to say that. Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, Roy McIlroy, John Rahm. The world is saying Uh, It's probably going to come from these four guys, and if you go further down, you see Bryson DeChambeau, fourteen point two to one; Dustin Johnson, eighteen point eight to one; Xander Shoffley, nineteen point eight to one; Webb Simpson, twenty five to one. You're wondering where is Tiger Woods? How come I haven't heard Tiger Woods' name? I'm getting there. He is listed here. (laughs) Patrick Cantlay, twenty five point five eight to one, and Tiger Woods, twenty eight point four two to one to win the PGA Championship. Now, there's a couple names that I wanted to mention a little bit more specifically. We didn't have a, a chance to get into it, so Matt can't argue against me or tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about or, or whatever. But there are two names that I thought were interesting when you look at their recent results and where their odds are if you were going to say bet on a dark horse, if you will. I think the first one is Xander Shoffley. And you make, you might be thinking, eh, he's not really a dark horse. Eh, 19.84 to 1 Not the best odds. There's a nice crop of guys in front of him. And again, he's one of those guys that no one, you just, he's not talked about. No one's talking about him. But you should be talking about him because since the waste management in February, he has only had one finish outside of the top 24. Okay, do you understand me? That's, I'm going to count with you. You ready to count with me? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's 10 events. And his last three events, 14th, 13th, and 6th. He is in very good form. He's 11th in the world, and nobody is talking about him. And he's basically 20 to 1 to win. And I'll do you one better. You ready for this one? Daniel Berger, 20th in the world right now, okay? These are his last four starts. He wins the Charles Schwab, he finishes third at the RBC Heritage. He's obviously mentally and physically exhausted after that. So he missed the cut at the Memorial. He comes back refreshed Uh, last week at the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational. Tied for second. That sounds like a guy who's in pretty good form, who I'd probably bet some money on. And he is 36 to 1. So Daniel Berger and Xander Shoffley, if I'm going quote-unquote dark horse, that's probably where I, if I'm talking to a buddy at a bar, you might want to put $5 on Daniel Berger here. I'm uh, kind of feeling Daniel Berger right now. I'm curious. We'll talk to Matt tomorrow, see what he thinks. But um, I'm thinking Daniel Berger, he's, he's looking good to me right now. So again, Justin Thomas 9.06 to 1, Brooks Kepka 9.6 to 1, Roy 12.3 to 1, and John Rahm 12.8 to 1 to win the PGA championship, which gets underway tomorrow. That's it for me. I told you I'd drive everything right into a ditch. That's what happens when Matt leaves it in my hands. Tomorrow we're going to be joined by Mark Carnaval, a PGA Tour winner who is covering this tournament. The ins and outs, he knows it all. And he'll join Matt tomorrow on the show, and we'll break everything down even further and uh, get you guys ready for day one of the first major of 2020.